Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, your host. And I'll tell you what, right now it's the season. This is what we're doing. Thought about all the many things we could talk about, but what if we just talk about gratitude in the season And today, my gratitude turns to my spouse, my husband, my companion of more than three decades. And I just want us to be cognizant. I I struggle with some of the relationships that I see where we just profess and proclaim that all is well, perfect, they're my best friend, they're my buddy, my pal, Um, nothing's ever gone wrong, and If you've been married for more than a minute, (laughs) you know, you know things have gone wrong. You know things can get ugly. And you know how bad it can be. And in my particular situation, I've shared with you before, my husband's had a brain injury for nearly three decades. uh, Most of our married life. And... That is no joke. Brain injuries. People are ill-equipped to handle people with brain injuries. And it's not that that's the, you know, I have the corner on the market on what makes marriage difficult, but because a lot of us do. But all I'm saying is when we, when I am considering and sharing with you the gratitude I have for this man, I am doing it with my eyes wide open. I am understanding who I'm married to. And I just had a conversation with somebody the other day, actually about five women the other day, and we were talking and, you know, uh, talking about brain injury and talking about uh, one woman was saying, you know, we have a good marriage, but don't we want to have a great marriage? And so they went to go see a counselor. They feel like the counselor did a good job and... Um, and then we got to talking and I think she saw that she could be even better. And my point is gratitude in this season is gratitude with my eyes wide open on who I'm married to, what I'm married to. Gratitude that, you know, I've lost a lot because of his brain injury. And, and yet it's, I mean, I, I hesitate to say it because I don't really recall everything, but it's almost like the most important pieces that I need are the things that did not get impacted by the brain injury. And what I mean by that is I'm so ever so thankful that he has remained somebody who's got my six. <laughs> That's what they say in the hot in the hot movies. Um, but it's somebody who will catch me when I'm getting ready to tumble, and I know it. We are in a society where women are rising up and saying, "We don't need, we don't need men. We don't, you know." Um, and, and they're, you know, 
a lot of women are being abusive towards men and towards their their character and their alpha male stuff. And they are trying to do all they can to take it away from them. And I am grateful. I am grateful that as much as I sometimes don't care for the alpha in him, he's got my back when I'm getting ready to fall. And I don't fall very much. But when I do, I'm in desperate need of somebody to catch me. And yet the brain injury didn't take that. I carry a lot of the weight and a lot of the responsibilities. I've carried a lot of the responsibilities of rearing our children and trying to help them become good people and good human beings. And they're phenomenal people. <clears throat> but I can say I did a lot of that in an emotionally solo position. And yet, when I'm getting ready to fall, and I know that when I fall on this one, it's going to be hard. And I don't know if I'm going to recover from it. He's there. He shows up. And he's gentle when that happens. And he's kind when that happens. And that's what I need. And it happened just yesterday. I'm getting ready to do two TED Talks, fingers crossed, that the weather doesn't, you know, take it away from us, the opportunity away, but I've been invited and secured to do two TED Talks next year, one in January and one in February, and it takes months, you guys, months for this to happen, but I um, was writing my second TED Talk, and I just, I have been desperately for three or four weeks trying to find the words. What do I want to say? How can I say it? How can I make sure it doesn't conflict with the other TED Talk? Because you can't have two of the same. You know, what, where am I going? And it's TED for crying out loud. The pressure is mounting. It has to be memorized. I have to, you know, have it all in place, fine-tuned, no more edits, no more changes. And, you know, it has to be turned in, you know, two months, a month ahead of time. And it has to be polished, and I was feeling so much pressure. And yesterday, I just thought, I can't do it. I just, I can't. And something inside me knew I could, but I just was done trying so hard. And every time I would talk to somebody about it. They would give me a different idea and see a different vision for it. And I was spinning. And I looked at my husband and I said, I, I think maybe I should just cancel the second one. And I said, I have to decide that because I, I've got to cancel all my reservations. I only can, you know, I only have another hour and a half before I'm going to have to pay for those reservations for sure. I mean, I already paid for the reservations, but their cancellation policy said I had until midnight on this, you know, last night. I had until midnight. And so I'm telling him at 1030 at night, I think I got to cancel. I can't find it. I, don't, I can't find the words. Everything is spinning. I've got all these pages and pages and pages of notes, but it's not working. And I said, and he looked at me and he said, 
we have an hour and a half. Let's see what we can do in an hour and a half. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to prompt that. I wasn't going to help. I was okay. If he was going to say quit, I would have probably been shocked. Um, and, you know, almost in my female way, maybe even a little offended. But, and then I thought, I know I could, I could do it. I know I just am lost on the ideas and what I should do next and how and transitions in this talk and everything. And, and so that my back literally felt up against the wall. You guys, I was going to quit on a TED Talk opportunity. That's how I was feeling. That was the feeling just oozing out of me. And even though I knew I could do it, I didn't want to put any effort into trying anymore. And so I looked at him and I said, I think I'm going to quit or cancel this one. And uh, he never said, okay, that's what I mean. I was getting ready to fall. And he caught me and he just paused and said, we have an hour and a half. Let's see what we can do. And you know what? We pulled it together in an hour and a half. He sat there and listened to it. He gave me his thoughts in each section. It was all over the place. And he would just ask me questions. And then when I got to writing and I was running away with that thought where you're just typing and typing and you get in the zone, he laid here in the room when I was typing. He just laid there. Didn't say anything. Quiet. That's what I mean. Gratitude for this man. That wasn't taken from him in this in his head injury. He catches me when I need it. When I need so desperately for somebody to say we've got it. I'm grateful. I'm feeling very fortunate and blessed. I hope it helps you to see a perspective too. Um, and if you ever have a question, just ask.